0: Call Her Daddy, the podcast. Everybody knows it. Everybody's heard about it. Even if they don't know what it is, they've heard about it. Call Her Daddy was not successful because of the hosts. It was not successful because of Barstool. It was not successful because of Sophia Franklin or Alex Cooper. It was not successful because of their personalities or even... Their looks, though it probably did help, Call Her Daddy was successful because it was different. And as much as you might want to hate on the show, go for it. But the reality is, it was as they've described it was locker room talk for women. It was the same as a Joe Rogan episode with your favorite comedian, where nothing's off limit and they can go off the rails in any direction. This was that show, but for women. These two girls were successful because of how they said what they said. It was their sexual vulnerability on camera. It was talking about anything and everything. It was confronting men. It was confronting women. It was asking the questions and telling the stories that nobody has the balls to do. These two did it. And not everybody can do this. I'm not saying that Alex and Sophia are replaceable. I don't think they are. They are the show, right? It's the same as Joe Rogan. It's the same as your favorite podcaster. They are your favorite because of who they are and who they are to you. But Alex and Sophia pushed the boundaries of podcasting, whether you like it or not. And how we know is because it was one of the biggest shows in the world at its height. It was the only one doing what they were doing. And sure, I bet thousands of women have tried to do a similar show to no avail with no audience. I'm not saying that Barstool and Portnoy didn't help. This was a perfect storm to make this thing blow the fuck up. But what happened? Where were the downsides? Where were the flaws? What really happened with Call Her Daddy? That is what we're getting into today. Before you leave this video, we're gonna determine a score from zero to 10 in terms of how good this podcast really is. And also, if it's worth the listen. So, daddy gang, let's get to it. After just two years of the show, they realized and somebody made a point to them that they were getting underpaid, right? in terms of the industry standards. So that just means that they were getting paid less than somebody would get paid if they had the same size podcast as they do. So naturally, they go to renegotiate the contract. The girls want the IP, which means the name call her daddy. So the show is still gonna sit under the barstool umbrella, but they're going to be able to have rights to the name of the show. Portnoy says, no, I can't give this up. Obviously, it's mine. I made it. And it looks like they're not going to get it. It looks like they can renegotiate. They can get a higher salary. But Barstool, at the end of the day, is going to keep the name. Then what happens is Sophia tries to renegotiate again and again and again and again. And Alex is feeling this tension like, hey, like I'm kind of cool with... The contract that we've set out for, getting some more money, Dave Portnoy even agrees in the second negotiation on the rooftop to give them the IP, and Alex recounts a lot of this story, but I'm taking it from Sophia's perspective, Portnoy's and Alex's, watching all the podcasts and putting them together, right? In terms of specifics, Sophia has no real explanation. She has no counterpoint to what Alex has said. By anybody's standards and by anybody's imagination, Alex is telling the full truth and the whole truth. We know that because once again, Sophia can't even answer the question of if she fumbled the bag on this entire deal. So to sum this entire thing up, the reality is somebody got in Sophia's ear. It was her boyfriend telling her that she should have been making more money or she should have had all of the rights. Basically, Sophia wanted Everything she wanted, the world she wanted, Barstool to bend to her. She thought that she could just do whatever she wanted and she would get whatever she wanted. Alex, on the other hand, was super realistic. She knew that the fact that they were making more money on salary, the fact that they were making more from merchandise, the fact that they were making more from Instagram swipe up stories, they were making stupid money doing extra things that literally would take two fucking seconds to do. So they were given the world. They were given the golden ticket. Alex understands it. She knows it. Sophia is on the other side with her boyfriend and her fucking lawyer in her ear, renegotiating the contract until basically it has to be void, until Portnoy needs to say, fuck you. And this is what happens. Alex then gets her own lawyer, right? So now you have your partner, both partners splitting up. After a conversation, their last conversation with Portnoy, they realize that they're not on the same page. So Alex gets her own representation, Sophia has her representation, and now they're on opposing sides because they realize that one of them wants this deal and to stay with Barstool and the other one does not. But here's the reality, Sophia. You're a fucking podcast host. That's it. That's all you are. Your talent. You are the bottom of the... like. You are just another piece of the talent. You have nothing in terms of you've not built anything except for your role as the talent. Alex was the one editing the fucking show. She was the one taking 6, 8, 10 hours, 20 hours to edit a podcast. And that's why she also got paid more, because she did more work. Sophia wants the world. She wants everybody to bend to her will. Yet she's not even the one putting in the fucking grind hours to make the show actually what it is. That's Alex's job. Sophia, as the talent, wants to milk everything she possibly can. And in the end, what happened? Alex sided with Portnoy. Sophia stood her ground. Sophia lost the fucking deal. Alex cut a deal. And that's why she runs the show today. Now, let's talk about Dave Portnoy. Dave Portnoy is one of the best business masterminds in media in the recent times. It doesn't matter your opinion on his personality. Let's take that out of it. The reality is he owned Barstool, built it up from a fucking magazine company, essentially, right? If you look at the history of it, built it up to what it was four or five years ago, sold the company, then bought it fucking back. Like This guy has literally made more money in a media deal than I think anybody's made in the shortest amount of time possible he's the real genius, right? Like, let's get this straight. Alex is really cool. I love her personality. She knows what the fuck she's doing. She's a great editor, great talent. Sophia, on the other hand, just talent. Obviously, you can tell by her pod, the podcast she does today. Nothing special, super basic, mostly just people fucking hating in the comments. That's the internet, right? Then you have Portnoy, who literally has never lost a dime or a dollar. That's why his story has remained the same through this entire thing because he doesn't give a fuck. It doesn't matter. It literally could not matter less to him. It's just one of the shows that is successful in his network. It's just one of the many things he's done that has absolutely killed it. And so at the end of the day, Portnoy has the big ass W. You could spray paint it on his fucking forehead. He's a billionaire. I mean... You can't argue it, right? This podcast has gone through so much shit. It's incredible. But what we can't ignore is where it is today. Call Her Daddy has changed. It's not the same. It's a different show. And this is where they fucked up. They should have replaced Sophia Franklin. They should have kept it as a co-hosted girls locker room talk type show. But instead, they doubled down on Alex. And I don't blame him. She's a great talent. She can run the fucking thing herself. That's obvious. But the show is not the same, right? It still doesn't have those quips and, you know, those little sayings, you know, the Gluck Gluck 9000, right? They don't have that anymore. It's not there. She's interviewing John Mayer, who obviously is not into it, realizing what the fuck he just signed up for. She's interviewing Post Malone. He's great on anything. You have them talk to a stranger on the sidewalk, it's going to be the best conversation they have ever had in their life. That's a fucking layup. It's an easy one. But they turned it into this weird interview show where Alex does prepare. She asks great questions. It's a good interview. I can't knock it. But it's not the same. It's not call her daddy. It's really not. And so I think Sophia being who she was, she was a great talent, but she was replaceable, Right. There's also a lot of chicks who would want to do the show like this, who think they could do the show, who don't have the sexual experience, who also just can't talk like that and can't bullshit about all these crazy things that they do in their sex life. And there are people who can do that. And I think they should have got another girl in there, um, interviewed as many as you want. You know, Pornoy would have made content out of it. He literally makes content out of firing like 100 people because, again, the genius, whether you like it or not. They could have 10X this show. This show went from a multi $10 million show. It probably could have been a billion dollar show if they kept that vibe, if they just did rinse and repeat, if they just did drag and drop, let's bring another Sophia type character in here and let's make it happen. That is the major flaw. That is the problem with Call Her Daddy is because it's changed. And from a podcast producer's perspective, from a director's perspective, You really want to keep as much as you can the essence of the show. And the fact that you have Alex, the fact that you have 50% of it, it would take some time, but you can bring in another personality because it's media. If you look at the TV model, they literally are swapping people out like it's nothing. If you look at Fox News, yeah, Tucker Carlson, there's nobody that's going to be able to replace him, but they're still going to put somebody in his spot. It's probably a bad example because you're dealing with a massive multimedia conglomerate. Barstool is culture. Barstool focuses on the personality. That's all they really care about. So you think they couldn't have found another fucking Alex or Sophia on the street? Give me a fucking break, dude. They should have easily and quickly replaced Sophia, got another co-host in there, and kept Call Her Daddy as it is. Now it's a sad excuse for an interview show, and this is not a dig on you, Alex. This is just the format. You are good at interviewing. You're not the best and you're really good with a co-host. That's just reality. That's what the show should have turned into. They should have got somebody else in there. Now Alex is vlogging fake weddings or some shit like that. Again, not a dig on you. It's just, that's why it gets 25,000 views and not 4 million It's because it's not the same show. So what do we give this show? What do we give to call her daddy? If we had to give it a rating, I would give it a seven out of 10, probably an eight out of 10, if it was still the same show today, if they would have done what media does, swap out that motherfucker, get a new person in there. But they didn't. They wanted to turn it into something else. They wanted it to be a solo thing and like a vlog of Alex's life, along with interviewing kind of random celebrities. Right. And so I got to give it a six out of 10. It's just not what it used to be. If I would have reviewed it at the height, it probably would have been a nine out of 10. It was one of the biggest top rising shows in the world, right? But again, the show has changed. It's just not the same. So thanks for tuning in to another podcast producer reacts. This was Call Her Daddy. I've also reviewed Alex Ramosi and Joe Rogan. So make sure to click on those as well before you get out of here. And finally, hit that subscribe button. My name is Ryan Sullivan. This is Bobcast, and we are on all platforms, even the ones nobody uses. If you'd like to start your podcast today, and you're ready to create something like this, hit the link in the description or the show notes. Catch you on the next one.